Need a powerful ally to fight daily bugs and serious pathogens? Allicin Med is the powerful universal pathogen killer's latest advance of German-sourced Allicin, enzymatically stabilized to clear the body of bacteria, fungi, mycobacteria, and parasites. It penetrates body biofilms and is non-toxic to tissues. Pathogen resistance cannot develop for long-term body-optimized wellness. Clear stealth pathogens that promote autoimmune disease, cancer and vascular inflammation and plaque and promote healing of tissues. Now pathogen-free. With 200 milligrams more power than prior Alamed, you can't get a more powerful ally to fight daily bugs and serious pathogens. Give your body what it needs. Allison Med. Order Dr. Bill Deagle's Nutridyne at 888-212-8871 or Nutramedical.com. That's 1-888-212-8871 or Nutramedical.com. And listen to the Nutramedical Report on the Genesis Radio Network with open lines every weekday. Nutramedical.com, bringing nutrition and medicine together. This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. And welcome back to the Nutramedical Report. Now we call it Nutramedical, but there's so many other topics that we cover. About a half to sometimes two-thirds, but a half to two-thirds are other topics other than functional nutraceutical anti-aging medicine, which, by the way, the medicine that I present in this program is more advanced and different than any other uh, place you're going to go, your regular doctor, radio, television, anywhere else, you're not going to get this kind of information. But we also try to give you the top spiritual information. That's why I have great guests like Pastor Butch Pot. And I want to go back to a little story. Uh, I first talk, called into the Alex Jones Show in uh, December of 2004 because I was the exit examiner for the Alpha Free Murrah building with a bug top secret clearance working at, at uh, CECOM, Colorado Center for Rock Med. And I was involved with a number of very classified projects, including the Virtual World Project at Shriver Air Force Base, three higher levels of security, NORAD, U.S. Space Command, Missile Defense Command, and our space missile defense systems, etc. So much classified stuff, I only talk less than 10% of what I know, which is a lot. And there's not a human being on Earth that knows more about the technical and physical and spiritual aspects of the Mark of the Beast system than I do. That's not a boast. It's an ugly, nasty fact. And I don't want to tell you well enough because I'm not going to be cruel enough to make your heart stop. But I want you to understand, after I did my little talk, I got a call from this amazing pastor, Butch Pa, who asked me to come on this program. And because of that, two months later, I got a call from Tim Anderson to start doing a program here on Genesis Network. Now, I'd already had a show on Wednesday nights on Clear Channel for two hours with called Laughter's the Best Medicine with Mark Allen Curry, a comedian. And we would make people yuck up and we'd teach them health issues and we would cut touch on some touchy uh, geopolitical issues. But nothing like what I've done for the last 12 and a half years uh, on Genesis Network with a few little minor hiatuses over to RBN. People need to understand Pastor Butch tells it straight. And I just read his latest volume one book called Articles of Wisdom and Instruction for God's World. We're, this is a navigation guide for the presidency. It needs to be an Air Force One, Marine One, and not in, on the coffee table in the White House. It needs to be on the, the main desk for President Trump and all of his advisors. Because if you don't have the spiritual navigation guide, which is here in these scriptures and principles, you're going to navigate America into crash into the ground or a building. It's going to die. And it doesn't matter how powerful you are. The good examples through the Bible 
because I refer to the Bible as a death certificate, an autopsy report, uh, a forensic investigation of the nations like ancient Israel, how they rose when they served God and they fell when they didn't follow his principles. These principles are in this book. This is essential reading. So, Pastor Butch, I know it was a touch on your heart to put these together, but it's a pretty hard lesson. I mean, one of the first things I saw when I went through your book, and I have to say I have to agree with everything you're saying here, man. That's pretty hard to believe, but I guess that means we're Christian brothers. But one of the first things you said was one of the nastiest things that the Christian church teaches is once saved, always saved. And I'd like you to go through some of these principles and kind of strip them back. You know, I call, let's think and think of it this way. You're a religious pathologist. You're actually got your religious bone saws out and your separators, and you're going to start showing the ugliness of what's inside the church and why it's so flaccid and useless and why America is going down the toilet. Satan's got his hand on the plunger, and we're spinning around the bowl, aren't we? Yes, we are. Uh, we are. And, uh, and people don't want to hear this, but I can't help it. You know, the church was put here. We are left here to be light and, and, and salt, to preserve society, to show the right way, and to keep society on the course of, and in line with the, with, the, with the moral precepts of God's Word. The church hasn't done that for so long, and, and they become soft in not only in not doing that, they, they can become soft and lax in their own lives. And a lot of the reasons have been, of course, a lot of different reasons, the preacher of rapture is one of, but also the one saved, always saved doctrine that destroyed many, many souls in hell. And, and, I, and in the little book, that's the first chapter, of course, uh, that in the book discussing this, uh, uh, to sin beyond redemption. And uh, by, by the way, I don't, have, I don't have a book in front of me. I sold all the copies I had, and the, and the guy ah, took the last yeah. one. But anyway. Well I, well, I got a copy right here, so I can cheat. <laughs> I can cheat. I, can, I'll bet, I don't know if you can pull that scripture from memory, but it's all here. It, it is all there. Beauty. It's it ugly is all beauty. There. I would call it ugly beauty of scripture. Again, people don't think of the Bible as an autopsy report and a, you know, and a set of indictments and a death certificate for the nations in the world, do they? They don't think of it that way, do they? No, they don't. No, they don't. But, you know, the scriptures are, are not complicated. We complicate them when we start adding man's ideas and man's desires to make them say what they want to say. We have to lay aside the, uh, the, the Baptist doctrine, the Catholic... Wait, go, I'm yeah. sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. A lot of pastors need to hear this. Uh, please continue. Well, we have to lay aside all the doctrines of all the denominations. And by the way, the word denomination in Second Peter chapter 2 is heresy. Yeah, denominations, or another word for them is sex, S-E-C-T-S, is, uh, are heresies. They're, they're divisions in the body of Christ. And never were meant to be that way. But we're warned in Second Peter that the last days will be done, to be denominations of the body of Christ dividing the body. And this, the main plan, of course, of the enemy is to divide and conquer. Christ himself said that a house divided cannot stand. Right. The church has been divided into segments, hundreds and hundreds of segments. Everybody with their own little ideas. Because they, well, somewhere they said, well, this says, uh, you know, this word says this, this says that. And, and, and we've, we've argued over that to point to split the churches. It's time to take the word of God. And I, and I use King James Bible. I do. I'm, I, that's what I right. use. And I use yeah. a concordance to, to study yeah. with. And I also have a copy of the 1828 Webster Dictionary that I use to, to understand the English language. And when you understand this and quit trying to listen to what the pastors and the church doctrine says, look at the Word. The Word becomes alive to you. Right. It, it, beca- it, be- it becomes part of you. You quit trying.
trying to reason around it or think through it, you let the Holy Spirit minister to you. And the Bible teaches very clearly, and one of the, out of all the places, I listed many places in the book, but one of them, of course, is in Hebrews chapter 10. And it warns us there that, in, in verse 28 and on through there, that if right. people who despised the law of Moses before, before the Lord came, the people that despised his law and broke his commandments, were put to death under two or three witnesses, he said, how much worse the punishment going to be for those who have who are who have trodden underfoot the blood of Christ, wherewith they were they once were sanctified, but they turned away. How much more it says? How much sore punishment are they going to receive because they knew what grace was? They knew the blood of Christ. They knew redemption, and they turned away from it. How much sore punishment do they deserve? The Bible says. Now, what did I do with that? I can't change it. This way yeah. you said the punishment is going to be worse. As Christ told the Pharisees, "Greater is your damnation, because you say you know the truth, but you don't do it." So right. here you go, folks. It's simple. If you say you have been born again, if you com- and you you, are, you confess that you're a Christian, but you decide that you love the world more than you love the Christ, as Demas did, you have sealed a fate worse than those who never knew. But you know the problem I see, is, and I saw this sort of in, in an interview on Fox News the other day. There's a whole panel of experts talking about this latest. Uh, uh, Mandalay Bay Massacre. And one lady was up there, and she mentioned that she was the wife of a husband's evangelist. But she said, you know, we need to start evaluating the idea that maybe things are legal, but they're immoral. Now, carrying guns is not immoral. Maybe the idea of having a bump stock or another technology to turn into a, a, a fully automatic weapon is immoral because you're not even aiming. It's not something like a hunting weapon. You can't even aim the dang thing. And those things I can see. But the idea of seizing our guns or saying it's immoral now for someone to have a gun collection, no, that's not true. Well, if if that's immoral, then Numbers chapter 1... God committed great sins, telling the Israelites to arm themselves and to defend themselves. And Luke twenty two thirty six, Christ said uh, for all disciples of whom I am one, to sell their coat and buy a sword. And by the way, they call me the pistol packing preacher. When you see me, ninety five percent of the time there's a pistol on my hip and there's nothing right. in my pocket. Okay, and we're blessed right. in West Virginia. We can carry concealed or unconcealed, no permit needed, and the crime rate is is the third lowest in the nation. Right now, here's the thing: we ha- I'm a GOA member here in California, and. Uh, the GOA basically is trying to make sure we don't have gun registration. I see them getting rid of bump stock. I don't think it's a big problem. But I, I'm very concerned about the idea that they don't deal with people registration, I call it. Metadata, mental health, and money. And if you're doing things that show that you should be under surveillance because you've done things like buy bomb materials or acquire a lot of guns and you're now all of a sudden on these serotonin reuptake inhibitor drugs, maybe you need to have a visit and talk to somebody so we find out so we can intervene earlier. The problem is, though, we do not want seizure of guns. We want seizure and helping people that are sick. Like this man who was sleep deprived was put on a benzodiazepine or maybe SSRIs or even illegal drugs. Up gambling all night. No wonder a sick man does a sick thing like this. And we also need to punish the ones who commit the crimes. Don't put them in jail for a year to murder somebody. Put them to death. That's Bible. Yeah, there you go. Back in a moment. Uh, well, you know, these are navigation principles for the soul and the soul of America. I see uh, there, there's a number of what I, there's a Hebrew letter called the Lamed. You know, the Lamed. The first Lamed, of course, in the Old Testament that wrote the Pentateuch was Moshe, Moses, who, by the way, I'm a blood descendant of. And Yeshua, Jesus, he was the ultimate Lamed because he's the incarnation of God in the flesh. 
And then the final Lama is basically not only the, the early apostles and, and disciples and so on in Jesus, but God is sending people at the end that are Lamas like Pastor Butch Pa and myself and others that are believers that know that without the navigation guideposts of God through the Bible and through a personal witness and prayer life, we're not going to make it. And I'll give you an example. Here's the things we're facing as a human race. We're going to separate totally from religion. We're facing artificial intelligence, genetic engineering, uh, totalitarianism, and the idea that there's an ET gospel even being pushed by the Pope and the United Nations. People need to understand the human race won't survive this unless there's an epiphany that the human race wakes up and realizes, without God, we're not going to survive even our technology. And this book, which is really important, by the way, I'm going to repeat how you can get it, you can go to Call to Decision Ministries uh, at the 800 number, 800-777-4403, uh, or you can go to the website, which is PastorButch.com, Pastor, B-A-S-T-O-R. Or Amazon.com also. Or Amazon.com. Let's go through some more of the principles, because these are very apropos to what Trump is trying to do. And I, I refer to Trump, I call him Trump Pinocchio. Uh, I'm a warthog for God. I have screwed up in the past, but God's cleaned me up. And I've learned a real important principle. No one can make themselves a better person or a better Christian. Only God can. And the only way you can is if you submit to his word and you submit to prayer. You cannot make yourself one iota, one centillion of anything better, but God can. And you do it by walking. It's called, the Hebrew word is called Shema. Hear and do. Hear the word of God, pray, hear God's word in prayer, and then doing it. And if you don't do it, God doesn't believe you actually heard it. And you have this written in your book, which is why the president should have Marine One, Air Force One, on his desk, and every one of his assistants should be realizing when they're bringing up a policy, they've got to make sure that they stick to the principles that are in this book. Well, thank you so much. Well, what an honor if you say that. It truly is. And, you know, we've had very, very poor sales so far. And, yeah, folks, we do sell them because i got to pay the bill of some ministry. I'm on a radio show I'm on a radio show of 7 to 9 Eastern, Saturday and Sunday nights. And we got to pay bills. There's no way around it. So I do sell the book. If you go to Amazon.com, type in my name, Pastor Butch Paul, P-A-U-G-H, P-A-U-G-H, you'll see the book come up. It's only twelve ninety nine. It's not a fortune. It's only 115, 20 pages long. It's not a big book but i don't spend a lot of time in fluff i, I get right to the point so, make the so point and move on. man you move on pretty quick here too one of the things i want uh, to make this important principle here is that uh, unless our nation repents and the first step of repentance is to come back to god and have a clear word of the lord what's happening with the church is so apostate right now it says i shall send a famine in that day not a famine of bread or of water but a famine of the speaking of the word of the lord this book speaks the word of the Lord plainly. And a lot of apostasies when the church needs to be gotten rid of like filthy clothes. If the church wakes up, which is starting to with the, uh, with the election of Donald Trump. Remember, I called him Trump Anoki. Remember, he's a high-level Royal Archmason, but God is making him a Christian leader. When he had a, a response to the Mandalay Massacre, every third word was God. This man is becoming like King David after he killed Uriah. And God still says, you know, I've raised this man up to be the leader of Israel, uh, and and he's like the King David. We need to understand that, that God has sent Trump, the trumpet of God, as a warning, and he sent Pence to tell us it's time to repent. And if we don't repent, after we've heard the trumpet of God, God is going to destroy this nation. He's given us grace now, but if we don't take that time, we're going to lose it, aren't we? Oh, we are. We are. And, you know, I... I, I... 
I don't. I just want to say, as far as uh, uh, what I've seen in this nation, I'm 69 years old. Just turned that way last month. I'm not, I'm not a child anymore. I've been preaching about 40 years, and I've grown some in Christ. I'd like to believe that. But what I've seen uh, continually and, and over the years is a church that, uh, at best, at best, preaches maybe salvation, maybe, perhaps. A lot of them are soft on that, maybe. but, I, but I've seen that I've seen the compromise come into the churches. And I think it's a, book, a chapter of a book entitled um, Comp- uh, Compromising Gateway to Hell, I believe it is. Uh, uh, I, yet find, I don't remember the exact title. But compromising with God's Word oh. dis- destroys everything about that Word in your heart. Whenever you, when the, the Word of God is not, it's not gray, it's black and white. Thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not do murder, actually what it means, or thou shalt not commit adultery, or thou shalt not be a homosexual. Uh, they won't use the word gay. I won't use the word gay. Gay means happy. I'm, I'm a gay man, but but I'm not a, a sexual pervert. As a matter of fact, I have <laughs> I like a chapter. That's, chap- that's, that's yeah, pretty funny, God. actually. You go, you go back to Webster's. You even read the dictionary. I can't believe it. Yeah, oh, yeah, I do. And I, I, the, title, the title of that chapter is Thank God I'm Gay, because I am. I'm one of the happiest guys you're going to meet. Yeah, but yeah, I, pray. yeah. Here it is. I, 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 I got even the page number. Here it is. <laughs> Praise God, I come, I'm gay. I'm thinking, Pastor Butch, what an admission. You're 70, page 78 of your book. <laughs> yep, I'm a gay man, but I'm not sexual deviant. And, and we as a church, now I, there's, there's, a, there's a Methodist church in, in I think, Houston, Texas now, that's quit doing all marriages until the Methodist hierarchy says they can do homosexual marriages. Now, that's where the church is today. And that's kind of because of, of a, a feminism in the church, soft men who are afraid to speak up, pastors who were literally are effeminate men. I don't mean they're homosexual necessarily, but they're soft, womanish men. That's what the word means. And, and that, that, according to Second Second Corinthians chapter six verse nineteen: Effeminate men are not going into the kingdom of God. So that's the way it is. And by the way, people yeah. don't want to hear this, brother. But uh, the, uh, I said men are called to be pastors and preachers. Uh, men are the men, real men. Uh, but we don't have men left today. They're they're panel wasted pauper prostitutes. You know, and that's what they are. They get paid to preach something to tickle people's well, ears. That's why I don't have a big congregation. Well, the the only thing that God. Uh, basically sanctified was the institution of marriage and the family. It's a man and a woman having children. Now, one of the things I've learned spiritually is that we're both an I and we. Jesus said there's two commandments. Love God with your heart, soul, and mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. We are both an I and a we, but we have to understand that we comes takes responsibility, which means we need to act in a proper godly way. We have to not do what is right in our own mind, but what is right in the mind of God. For example, if we're going to become a civilization that survives our technology, artificial intelligence, and genetic engineering, we're not going to. Well, if we don't do the right things by God, we'll be destroyed like the ancient peoples that were destroyed by the flood of Noah. God said, "As in the days of Noah, so shall it be the coming of the Son of Man." Genetic engineering won't just be used to cure disease, which is good. It'll be used to create transhumans. You know, one, oh, yes. of, the, one of the witnesses yes. that I give is in 1978, I was accepted to UCLA to do a PhD in neuroscience with Dr. Wallace Tortelot at UCA at the VA hospital. And I was going to work on the World MS Tissue Electron Microscopy and Immunology Lab, but they wanted me to work on a DARPA project for super soldiers. And they were going to take female fetuses, because females with lower testosterone levels are more controllable and trans... You basically insert horizontally DNA from jackals to give them 12 times the strength with actin myosin to give them of any other mammal, including lions, crushing force, uh, and other genes to make them basically transhumans and then use magnetronic helmets to convert their thoughts directly to bidirectional control of their consciousness. Now, the cell phone companies are predicting in five to seven years, they're going to try to sell your Christmas five to seven years from now 
bi-directional consciousness control and entering like games like Jumanji or, or Cyber Warhouse. Now, this Christmas, you can purchase a Halo helmet with an MD Athlon chip, and you can now control your computer. So we're almost there for the public, and guaranteed, DARPA and these maniacs, they're already there. They recruited me 40 years ago to do this, and I turned them down after I found the horrors of what they wanted me to do. So if you don't think they have smart people working on this for the last 40 years that accomplished it, you're wrong. For over... I want to pull a title out because I'm sure you got it in your mind there because I, I can tell how your mind works. You've got all these titles in there. Boom, boom, boom. The scriptures will float like a like a minigun in a helicopter. One of these, uh, <laughs> M, you know, eight ten tank killers. Um, false accusations, a badge of honor. I'd like you to pull that out. Tell us. Absolutely, about that. absolutely. You know, Christ said that woe unto man that all men speak well of. Uh, and yeah, uh, yeah. And he said, he said, you know, kind of, kind of bless you when people do, you know, revile you. They said that's part of the attitudes. For my name's sake, when they make fun of you, when you, when they they uh, persecute you and imprison you for standing for me, he said, blessed are you. You know, and and Paul said he counted everything he had in this world but dung to trade off the, to be with Christ. So yeah, when they falsely accuse you, and believe me, they will, folks. If you stand for Christ in this society, in your family somewhere, there's someone, for example, that may be a homosexual sexual or lesbian. When you stand and say that is sin, it's an abomination, they're going to hell, your family's going to attack you. How do I know that? I've lived it. When you have you know, have have daughters and sons shacking up, that's called fornication. They won't change it to to, 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 to cohabitation right. day or premarital sex. The word is fornication. When you say that's wrong in the family to do that, you're right. going to get flack from people that that uh, are your family that say they love you, but all of a sudden they don't be around you. So yes, false accusations, false accusations are a badge of honor. Well, let me give you a, a concrete example. A good listener of ours for years. His first name is Russ, and he's helped us a lot in a lot of ways, without giving him details. And he mentioned to his sister as cancer and that she should call me. And, I, and basically, I, you don't have to pay a telemedicine fee to talk to Dr. Deagle. Uh, before we ever get the consults, 95% of my calls and 98%, I just return the call. Firstly, I return an email, and if you buy any product, just one product, I will call you back. So... His sister who has cancer said, oh, well, I Googled Eagle's name. And literally, he said this to me literally last week. He said, you, my sister would rather die than talk to you. Oh, yeah, now, I've, I've heard that. I've heard that. And, and I can tell you over the years, I can't tell you how it grieves me that people that don't listen suffered not just spiritually, because spiritual death is much worse. Jesus said, fear him who can destroy the body, but fear more he who can destroy the soul. Yes. Now, people need to understand that Satan is a perverter. The creator is God, also the destroyer is God. They don't know that, do they? No, they don't. No, they don't. Uh, he will see. He will send the destroying angels, and that's what the book says, folks. And he's going to separate the wheat from the chaff. And all I can say is, uh, with all my heart, I love you enough to tell you the truth. We need to seek Him through His Word and prayer. Ask for anointing, a fresh anointing of the Holy Ghost. If you're born again, ask for another anointing. Okay. Go, go to the Word and don't look at man's doctrine. Look at His Word. Now, how many how many people, both Democrats and Republicans, depending on what your policy, 78% of Americans say they're card-carrying Christians. 
if mm-hmm. they were card carrying Christians, you would not have had whip-wristed, uh, weak, and pro-homosexual or pro-useless uh, presidents of the United States. I don't see that with Donald Trump. We would not have had the abominator, who's basically probably not even an American citizen, who has actually deconstructed the American country, who's started what's called tribalism or identity politics, who's sequestered a military and destroyed it, who's tried to destroy the culture by uh, literally doubling our debt rather than growing the economy. And we have to understand he's actually wouldn't even stand and put his hand in his heart with the anthem. It wasn't just... You know, these, these NFL football players, Obama started this game of tribalism and identity politics, not fixing the thing by saying, you know, I'm colorblind. I don't care what color you are. I want my brothers and sisters of all colors to be able to safely go to school and so on. But without Christian principles, the, the actions which we take are never going to be godly, are they? They're never going to work. Taking away guns increases violence. It doesn't decrease it, does it? Well, no, it doesn't. And people understand that Christ himself said, if you love me, he said, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. He didn't say that you'll halfway do them. He didn't say that you'll ignore part of them and try to do the rest of them. You'll keep my commandments. He said, that's what you'll do yeah, uh, you'll... if you love me. And 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 in the, in the book of 1 John, you find out that sin is breaking up his law. So we we, ought, we know that that this is absolutely uh, not an option here. If you love him, you're going to obey him. You, won't, you will not uphold an abomination like homosexuality and say it's okay because we, uh, we said God, he said God told us to love yeah, he did tell us to love, but a righteous love like his love that warns people of the sin doesn't condone it. It warns people. That's what the true love of God is. It's not a mushy, wishy, washy, fuzzy, wuzzy love. No matter what you do, you're okay. That is not what he taught. He taught us not the example of his son, Jesus Christ, to tell us. He, he told the Pharisees what they were, snakes and vipers and white receptors. He didn't pull punches with them. He loved them enough to tell them the truth. He told the people that you're going to go to hell unless you repent. This is what he said. So why? Why are we as Christians, Dr. Bill, not supposed to live like Christ did? I mean, did they crucify Christ because they liked him? Think about uh, that. Uh, yeah. Well, he, he was basically <clears throat> the most unlike person, and the only way they could try to see if they could sound his words. You see, one of the things that I think Jesus has proved is that people may be mortal, even the, the pre-resurrected Jesus was mortal, but ideas and the godly principles are eternal. And the real principle that God's preaching when he says about the, you know, the, the Yeshua, Jesus is coming back as the incarnation of God in the flesh to have a bride, he's really saying is, I'm coming back for a righteous body. Not a bunch of different churches, a righteous body of believers. That's right. That here no are my principles. No blemish. They're not going to be like Frankenstein, all sewed together, little parts, an arm and a leg, all stuck together, they're all mixed up. No, I'm coming back with a, a bride that I clean up, because he's the only one that can clean us up, and he says, that bride, by the way, Jesus said, when I return, you shall be as I am. So he's really saying, and people need to understand this principle, is that when he comes back, his spirit, which is the only thing that's eternal, and our souls fuse, and we become new creations. That's called resurrection. That's why Jesus could eat with a physical body, but he also was ascended. He's saying at that moment, at that time when he comes back, we shall ascend and become part of God. We shall become deified because we have literally submitted to God. We can't make ourselves good enough for God. No one can make themselves even a little tiny bit better. No. Only God can, but you've got to submit. Only, no. if, you don't submit if you don't submit, submission is what's necessary. I call Shema. Here and do it. And people need to understand, the, what you have to do is look in the mirror. I call myself a warthog for God. When I thought God had abandoned me after I was went to heaven at 8, 
I I went, went away. I did evil things, and I admit it. And I tell people, just like Paul, just like King David, when you admit to God, God says, you know what? You're my man. You admit that you, without me, you're incapable of doing good. Just like you know, Jesus had to say to Peter, He said, "Get away from me, you doer of evil. You're literally your son of Satan." And this is the day before they took him away. <clears throat> and yep. Peter said, "Oh no, Lord, I wouldn't do that." And Jesus looked at him like, you know, I'm God. You know, you got to listen to me. I'm telling you straight up. You're going to deny me three times, but don't worry. I know you're going to repent, and I'm going to accept you back. Though a righteous mind falls, man falls seven times, I'll raise him up. You have to understand, you can't make yourself good enough for God. Nobody can. No religious ceremony, no priestcraft, no taking the host, no drinking, you know, transgenic blood that's seen the wine that's converted to blood. I mean, these are ghoulish ceremonies. That oh, they are. Does. They are. They're, they're, they're absurd. They're insane. They're satanic. Right. They're satanic. Right. But you know, uh, as you as you saw the book, and I I, and, uh, I I write like a thank. I'm a hillbilly, Doctor Bill. I'm not ashamed. That. I live in I live in the hills of West Virginia. Been here all my life, shipping in the <laughs> military, and and I think like a hillbilly. I talk like a hillbilly. I know I do. I just who I am. But when I when I write. Or I teach, I do it on a level that I can understand it. And then if I can do it, if I can understand it, anyone can understand it. That's why I wrote the book and, and, and right to the point. That, that's a scary thing, you know. Uh, one, of the, my, one of my big defects, I'm trying to learn from people like John B. Wells, is I often talk too fast, talk over my guests, or get too technical. I got it when my first, my most popular hours when my wife Michelle comes on, <laughs> she slows me down, gets me down to the level of human beings. You do that yeah, all that's the time. important. That's, that's important because if I can actually communicate, and people say, "My gosh, I thought this was a good doctor." He actually cares for me. He actually can explain this in simple terms. Well, that's that's what Christ. And is. you're trying to be a spiritual doctor. You're trying to say, you know what? Yeah. I've got salve for your eyes, and I got stuff to unblock your ears, and I have things to take the the pustules off your spiritual body. And people better listen because. The nation will not survive if it has missile defense or better military or bigger economy. It will not survive unless it submits to God. Well, that's why Christ spoke on our level. If he hadn't, we've been lost because his mind is so far beyond ours. Right. He had to be on our level. Go ahead. We can be, we can be smart, but he's infinite. There's a big difference. Amen. Amen. <laughs> but guess what? Us plus God, I call myself the bait bucket guy for God. I carry the bait bucket. He's the fisherman. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good, hey. That way you can't take responsibility for either gaining or losing or gaining anybody. Just do the best you can, and God. It's a no. And welcome back, uh, Pastor Butch. I was going to use an analogy. In fact, I was going to call. Uh, a lady that does uh, Thai massage uh, here in Vista, uh, California. And the reason why I was going to do that is because what your word but does in your book, it's not like a lot of pastors. A lot of pastors, like a regular, we call North American trained massage therapist, they'll find all the sore spots in your body and poke down real deep and like, man, it hurts so bad afterward for days you can't do anything. Now, if you go to a Thai massage therapist, which I do, but her name is Fen, they actually not only do they massage out the sore spots, they get range of motion back. Well, you got to get range of motion back to your soul. You need to get range of motion back. And I'll give you an example. People think repentance is like, I repented of doing that abortion. I repented of, of doing something bad. But if a circumstance comes back up in the future, you need to keep repenting until the last molecule of oxygen leaves your mitochondria. Give an example. You're in a checkout. And the checkout lady says, you know, my daughter's thinking about an abortion. Your most needs to start moving, even if it's going to embarrass you at the checkout, 
or at a family dinner, you need to actually be the agent of salt and light. And people don't realize that's called your soul range of motion, right? If right. You, if you, like uh, like the Thai massage, which is first superior to the regular, I call them part chiropractor, part osteopath, uh, part massage therapist, part you know neurosurgeon. <laughs> they're they're stretching out range of motion. They're getting blood flow back. They're returning normal nervous activity. In your book, makes people start realizing, hey, this is like uh, Thai massage for my soul. This is making me learn that if I don't get the range of motion and the blood flow back to my soul, I'm going to die. And everybody I'm related to, people, how many people are going to be repenting on their deathbed realizing they never took a Christian witness when they should have said to their relative, you shouldn't have an abortion, or don't become a homosexual, or don't be a drug addict, and let us get you off the alcohol and let you get help. How many people are going to realize that our nation, if we don't have Christians, 78% say they're Christian, yet they support the Hildebeast? Hillary Rotten Clinton, the Hillary the indwelt by Satan. And I remember I have second sight and people say, Oh Doctor Nigo, you're crazy. I said, No, this is not something funny. At eight years of age I died. God sent me back and I have second sight. And I can tell you when I met her at Dakota Ridge High School, I didn't see a five foot four pantsuited female. I saw when I held her hand it was like cold as a holding a wet mackerel. A sixteen foot eight Draco reptilian monstrosity and she pulled her hand back when she touched a hot electrical wire. And she looked at me in terror. You know why? Because the devil knows when you're a Christian, it's got your number. It's got your number. I remember speaking in in, uh, Des Moines, Iowa, and I spoke to 42 cities in Israel, and I had, oh, maybe 800 people there, and it's a very Masonic town, Des Moines, Iowa, and I picked up a bunch of Mason books. But I had some young man come up, and he he was a giant. He was like 6'7", 6'8". He had a big red leopard jack jacket on. He had this high voice. Uh, thank you, Jesus. And, and he wanted me, each one I go along, I pray, and I have to lay on my hands, and I prophesy over them. And he said, and, I, and all of a sudden, after all of his saying, thank you, Jesus, and all stuff, all of a sudden this booming voice came out of the bottom of his stomach. It was like a chorus reach from hell. <clears throat> and six men pinned him to the ground. He's bucking and trying to bite them, spitting and everything, cursing a list of curse words. If you're a pipe fitter and just got burned yourself, you've never heard these bad curse words in your life before. And I was surrounded by about 30 people, and I'm firing answers back at about like a minigun. <clears throat> and after about 15 minutes, these guys were getting tired of holding this guy down, bucking and trying to bite them. And uh, and they said, "Get over here, Diego. You gotta you gotta do something." I said, "Okay." And I pray to God. Of course, God will speak to me when I'm really in trouble. And I said, "I don't know what to do, God." And God said, "I know." So I put my hands on the side of his head and my fingers in because I worked in an emergency. You don't want to get a finger bitten off because he was going to try to do it. And I prayed, and God, after about five minutes, I said, I'm not, I don't know what to do. And God said, tell him who he is in my kingdom, and it'll leave. And I did for about, I just said, God, you tell me, and I'll just repeat it. And I did. And and then all of a sudden this voice came out, I know you, Dr. Eagle, you're an evil man. And God said, I agree with him, but I'm covered by the blood. And I speak with the voice of the Most High, and I have the signet wearing of the Creator God. And I speak to you that you shall leave. And all of a sudden, there was this horrifying scream. And we're in the stadium. And he jumped up and started doing cartwheels all over the stadium. Praising God. <laughs> now, those people there, the, the guy that was driving me all around Des Moines said, he said, you're an evil man. I said, do you know Nicodemus? You know, that Jesus talked to, the rich man. And he said, you know, leave your, your riches behind you and, and follow me. The riches are not just riches in money. It's riches in relationship, riches in your dang ego. 
people don't understand, if you don't put God first, you will not have an America. You will not have relatives. You will not have grandchildren. You will not have a safe environment that won't feminize males and make them little girls and decrease sperm count so we can't reproduce in a generation. We will have cyborgs and drones flying past our house and total control in the mark of the beast. Because we were unrighteous, we have swallowed the poison pill of Satan. Amen. People don't know that. They don't realize we're not saved because we're wonderful. We're saved because Jesus loves us even when they're a gross, monstrous mess. Well, that, that's why the blood was applied, Dr. Beer, to clean us up. Without that, there is no hope. Right, but I None. call Jesus, Jesus is like soap. But without the waters of repentance, the soap doesn't do any good, does it? That's right. That's exactly right. And repentance, it means a turnaround, a 180 turn. That's what you do. And you, but, you know, first you have to realize that you need to. Not, everyone has this problem. We all do. We're, we're just oh, yeah, mere mortals. I, I, but pride gets in the way sometimes. But you know what happens, though? And God always teaches me lessons. I had one young man about two and a half years ago. He called me, and I have this gift of, uh, of we call it a medical discernment. We call it word of knowledge. There's different terms for it. But it's really powerful. And this young man called me and said, Dr. Deagle, he said, God told me if I just took your supplements, my cancer's going to go away. And I said, what do you mean? He said, I'm 28. I got stage 4 cancer, metastatic lymphoma. And they told me I got 90 days to 180 days to live. I said, whoa, that's not good. He said, well, you get on all my supplements, which I have a really good armamentarium, really powerful ones. In fact, the local doctor, Dr. Jurgen Winkler, he's going to take the whole protocol for his cancer clinic. But I said, you better take go to the Brzezinski Clinic and spend a quarter million dollars to go to Eisel's to go to gene-based cancer treatment. And he said, no, no, God said, just take your supplements. I said, okay, man. <laughs> so he calls me now. This is like a year and a half later, three days before Christmas last year. And he says, Dr. Deagle, it's me. I said, whoa, I didn't know you had phone service in heaven. <laughs> and I said, you know, God's got a sense of humor. He cured you and didn't even let me in on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I, I was told be, before if I'd be praying for things, ask things, and he'd say, he'd say very politely, son, that's none of your business. Exactly, yeah. Now, see, you have to understand, that's why I call myself, I, I don't save anybody, I don't heal anybody, I don't witness anybody. In fact, God said, when you want respect, he said, the day that you get respect is a day of gnashing of teeth and violence sure. and death. Sure. It's a day when mothers slit the throats of their children so they won't see the next day. And I said, God, what do I have to do? God says, stand. Just like you say in your book, stand. If you don't stand for God and be a witness toward the right politicians, the right health care, we see doctors being turned to white coat spitznass officers of death. Look at Obamacare, death panels. I had a neurosurgeon on my show four years ago here in Genesis, and he actually said that if you're 72, you don't qualify for a, uh, a catheter up in your brain to actually embolize a clot with a lacunar infarct. By the way, by the time the ethics committee meets on Tuesday, You've assumed dream temperature and your buds replaced with formalin because you're going in the casket. You've got a nice suit on and the casket's about to be closed and the, the prayer is about to be said as they lower your casket into the ground. Yes, yes. Well, now, people don't understand it. is the key. Yeah, absolutely. Was, that's why I love how God did this. He's got, he's got such a, He's the best stand-up comedian of the universe. He sends us Trump to say, this is it, guys. And then he says, pets... To tell us it's time to repent. How's that? (laughs) That What a comedian. I mean, God is funny. He's a funny guy. I mean, if you start to see beyond I'm sure God was up there. (laughs) Digo gets it. He gets my joke. <laughs> well, I tell you, Doctor Bill, I want to thank you for having me on today, and for such an honor. I, I really appreciate what you said. And, well, you and know, I, I'm, I'm very honored to have. And, you know, 
it was you calling me back to have me on your show that opens up the doorway. And then other doorways are going to open. I want you back on the show regularly to make sure people know we're, we are, as I say, we're warthogs for God. We may not Amen. be perfect, but we're but we're in God's army, and we aren't. We're trying to make people just know God, hear God, and do God. He says, "Shema." And if you just know and hear God, no matter where you are on the highway, God's going to make you better each day. He's going to empower you more with physical, emotional, intellectual, and spiritual gifts. He'll do miracle things. You say, "Whoa, God, you did that. Did I deserve that?" Nobody deserves anything. No. You know what? No. Nobody deserves a thing. I, I just doesn't grade on the curve. He doesn't grade on the curve. That's why your book is so important. Please continue. Well, thank you. I was going to say, I just finished an article being my next book entitled Americans Have Lost No Rights, They've Lost Blessings. But uh, the, 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 the book, again, folks, you can go to, you can go to Amazon.com right. and type in Butch Paul, P-A-U-G-H, or call 800-777-4403. They are twelve ninety nine. You buy more than 10, you get a discount. Uh, if wow. you buy through the office on Amazon, you can't do that, but with us, you can. 800-777-4403. And pitch, butchpaw.com and your, and your show here yeah, is on the weekend. Butch.com, yes. What time is on, on Seven o'clock to nine o'clock Eastern. Seven to nine Eastern on what day? Uh, Sunday, Saturdays and Sunday evenings. Wow. Amazing. I, I'm really glad I read this book. I feel better. Well, I think, as they say, I've had the I've had the spiritual bomb for my eyes and the unblocking of my ears. And said every day you need to take a dose of it. If you think that you're right now and once saved, always saved. I'm sorry. The cure has to be taken daily. Amen. <laughs> Thank Take you, care, Dr. Pastor Butch. God okay. bless you. God bless the people that took this seriously. May the Lord keep your health up and your spirit. Are you happy? A catalyst to improve your brain chemistry. Dr. Bill's Cognition Plus is truly the smarter-in-an-hour pill. A combination of amino acids, trace minerals, and B vitamins, Cognition Plus is made with specialized herbal extracts that will enhance and support brain function. Our customers say, I feel more focused. My memory's getting better. I can work longer with more useful hours. Power up your neurotransmitters that have been depleted, like dopamine and norepinephrine. Simulate the release of others, like serotonin and oxytocin. Improve circulation and energy production. Protect your mind and your loved ones today. Order Dr. Bill Deagle's Cognition Plus at 888-212-8871 or go online to NutriMedical.com. That's 888-212-8871 or NutriMedical.com. And listen to the NutriMedical Report on the Genesis Radio Network with open lines every weekday. NutriMedical.com, bringing nutrition and medicine together.